In this week's Parsha, we really uh, finish, complete, the Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, the Exodus from Egypt. Because even though in last week's Parsha, Parsha's Boi, we already left when the Jews left, we, we read about the Jews leaving Mitzrayim. But really, in the beginning of this week's Parsha, the Egyptians are on hot pursuit. They're running after them, and the Jewish people are very much in danger. And the whole uh, redemption is very much in danger of uh, being reversed. It's only in this week's Parsha, when we have the great um, miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea, that the Mitzrayim, the Egyptians, their captors are drowned, and the Jews are truly liberated, and therefore it's seen as the completion of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, the exodus of Egypt. Now that miracle, that miracle that, that finished it all, the uh, Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea, is obviously one of the greatest and most magnificent miracles that Torah tells us about. But really, in this week's Parsha, we have an additional miracle that perhaps is not as glamorous, doesn't get as much attention, but is, if you think about it, is uh, at least equal, if it doesn't eclipse, the miracle of the splitting of the sea. And that is, the Jews head out to the desert and there's no food. We're talking about millions of people traveling in a desert ultimately for 40 years. And how are they going to feed themselves? And there's no jobs and there's no work. And here in this week's Parsha, Hashem gives us the gift of the man. The food, the bread from heaven that fell every single morning. Every morning fell bread or food for every Jew, for millions of people. Everyone had an exact portion how much they were supposed to take. And that's how much they, uh, they were able to take of it. And that's how they were fed for 40 years. 40 years, a nation of millions of people survived a miraculous bread that fell every morning from heaven. And according to Chazal, according to the sages, had all types of wonderful tastes to it. The tremendous miracle of the bread of heaven that fell for 40 years in the Midbar. But here there's an interesting question. Obviously, we're talking about a total miraculous sustenance. We're talking about an existence that's miraculous, food that's miraculous, um, and living in a miraculous way for 40 years. One might think or ask, if Hashem is giving us miraculous food every day, let Him give us ready-made food on our table. We wake up in the morning and on the table there's breakfast. And yet we find in the Pusik, no, they have to go out of the house and they have to gather the money. So they had to gather it, put it together, gather the right amounts. And then they had to make it, they had to they grind it and, and cook it. So that they had to work for it. They had to do some level of work, obviously very minuscule, um, in relation to what typically we have to work, <coughs> excuse me, in order to put food, food on our tables. But there was a level of work that was going on. And here's the question. If Hashem is giving us miraculously something in this, in this amazing way, so give it all the way. You know, give it in a way that, you know, without any work. Why give us something but say, but still I want you to work for it a little bit. What's the cause? What's the reason of why Hashem would do that? And the Rebbe gives us a very beautiful explanation. This idea of the man that we, we were sustained with for the first 40 years of our existence was there to teach us emunah, was there to teach us belief and bitachon, faith in Hashem, the recognition that Hashem takes care of us. Right? One of the biggest things that makes people worried in life is who's taking care of me? What's going to happen? How am I going to have? How am I going to take care of myself? How am I going to fill my needs? And a yid lives with bitachin. Bitachin, which means faith. I think I've, I've said over before here, the, uh, an idea that I heard that the Hebrew word for worries is da'aga. Da'aga means worry. Da'aga is, the, is four out of the first five letters of the Hebrew alphabet. There's an aleph, gimel, dalet, and hey. It's missing a bays. Bays stands for bitachon. Faith. When one is lacking their faith, they live a life of worries because where's food coming from tomorrow? Where's the next payment coming from? Worries come from a lack of faith. So the first 40 years of our existence, we lived in a way that taught us how to have true faith in Hashem every single day. Where's food coming from tomorrow? Hashem. And that's how we lived or, or were educated for the first 40 years of our existence. Now, 
Of course, that lesson wasn't meant just for those 40 years. After those 40 years, for the rest of all time until today, we have to work for a living. But the lesson that was meant to be taught from the man is that even today when we do have to work for a living and when we do have to be concerned about making ends meet and we have to go out to work and think about it, we have to have the faith and understanding that ultimately the blessing comes from Hashem. The sustenance comes from Hashem. Yes, Hashem wants us to work. And yes, Hashem, as the Pasuk says, Hashem blesses us through the work of our hands, but it's Hashem's blessing that ultimately makes it happen. All of us know that some people might put in the same amount of work and get a lot less blessing. Some people might put in less work and be recipients of greater blessing. Because ultimately the blessing comes directly from Hashem. So the man was there to teach us this for all time. But here's the thing. If in the time of the man there was zero work, if they didn't have to do anything for it, so then the man wouldn't really be a lesson for all time. And the reason for that is because then we didn't work at all. Hashem took care of us. So if Hashem is taking care of us, I have wonderful faith in Hashem. Nowadays, we have to work for a living. So Hashem sort of took a step back and said, you guys, it's up to you. So then, yes, we had 40 wonderful years where Hashem took care of us, but then, so to speak, he kicked us out of the house. He says, now you take care. You take care of yourself. How would the man be a lesson for us today if nowadays we work and then we received it from Hashem directly without work? Says the Rebbe, that's why Hashem made it in such a way that even then we had to do some work. Even then we had to go out and gather. Even then we had to go out and cook it and make it and prepare it. What Hashem was telling us is, no, 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 it, there's a partnership. You do something and I'll fill in the rest. You do your work and then I will give you your blessing. So the first 40 years, it was more clear, that blessing. Because our work was so small in comparison to the blessing that we received that it was perfectly evident that although we're working, it's merely a vessel to receive the gift of Hashem. But being that in the time of the man, it was in that way, that there was a vessel that we were making and it was perfectly transparent how that vessel was only to receive blessing in the very same way is nowadays. Yes, true, nowadays the vessel seems bigger, the work seems more imperative, we don't see the bread falling from heaven. But Hashem is telling us, in essence, remember, yes, you're going to have to work, but that work is merely a vessel. Never attribute the ultimate significance to the vessel. Always remember where the blessing to fill the vessel is coming from. And that's why the man had to have both aspects as well. Fascinating idea to finish with. Of course, after we eat, we have the mitzvah of benching, of grace after meals, birchas hamazon, the only blessing that we have that's Torah, that's Torah law. All, you know, we make blessings throughout the day, but they're primarily all rabbinic. The Torah law blessing that we make is Birchas HaMazon, Grace After Meals. That blessing, the Birchas HaMazon, is really made up of four parts. There's three brachos that are initial from the, from the din of the Torah, and there is one which is rabbinic that came much later. The very first bracha of Birchas HaMazon, Hazana Sa'olam, was created by Moshe Rabbeinu. And that was created thanking Hashem for the month. That's the first blessing of Benching. The second is already a bracha, excuse me, for the land of Israel. And that was created, that was uh, written by Yehoshua, the second leader of Klal Yisrael. And the third already has to do with Malchus Beis David, and that was created later as well. But it comes out that the blessing that we make every day on the food is the first blessing of benching. Hazana Sa'olam Kula Hashem sustains us. And that blessing was made on the man. So we eat every day, and we're eating food that we work for. And we earn, and we got to put the bread on the table and make ends meet. And the blessing we thank Hashem is the blessing that Moshe Rabbeinu instituted to be made for the man. Why? 
because of this reason that we're saying here. What we're really expressing when we say the grace after meals, the benching, when we make that bracha, what we're telling Hashem, what we're saying to ourselves is that yes, we did go out to work for this, and yes, we put in um, all different levels of effort in our work, but we recognize that it's merely a vessel what we're doing. And the blessing comes from Hashem and Hashem Himself, just like it came from the mun in the transparent, then it was totally transparent. And today we're teaching that to ourselves and we're saying that we're expressing that, that we believe that it's a blessing from Hashem. And when we know that ultimately it, everything is a blessing from Hashem, then firstly that adds in our faith, it adds in our bitachon, and that it takes away from our level of worry and daga of where am I gonna get food from tomorrow and how is it gonna work out and who says it's gonna work out and maybe this is gonna fall through because ultimately we just gotta do our job and Hashem provides. At the same time, it takes away the need to add and to work extra and put in more effort because ultimately we recognize, I'll do what I can, and it's in Hashem's hands. Have a wonderful Shabbos.